Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Throughout human history, God has spoken to people in many different ways. Divine encounters have occurred as He chose to reveal Himself and to reveal His will. We have seen several of those divine encounters over the last few podcasts, and this one wraps up that series. In these last days, since the Messiah has come, and that's that's kind of how the last days is identified. It's from the time that Messiah, Jesus, came the first time. Uh, he spoke. Jesus spoke. Hebrews chapter 1, I've read it several times, one more time. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets, in many portions and in many ways, in these last days, has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. And so, uh, there we have it again. God spoke many times, in many ways, in many portions through the prophets. He did it through visions. Uh, he, he did it through direct encounters, as we have uh, been able to establish over these uh, last several podcasts. And um, he did it uh, as he spoke audibly. Uh, there there are, are several ways that God chose to encounter human beings. And, and we learned that God was encountering human beings because he loves us and because he was fulfilling the covenant that he had made with Abraham to bless all the nations of the earth and Abraham's seed, which ultimately was the Lord Jesus Christ when he left heaven and became a man. So... Um, the the Bible tells us in in that in the last days, as I said earlier, uh, now Jesus is the one who has spoken. God spoke through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. John chapter one verse one says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." Verse fourteen says, "And the Word became flesh and dwelt, or pitched his tent, or tabernacled among us, and we beheld his glory, glory as of the uh, uh, only begotten of the Father." And and so uh, we see that Jesus is uh, the one that is doing the speaking first by his coming to this earth. But when Jesus ascended, as he had promised in in uh, recorded in the Gospel of John, when Jesus ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit to speak about himself. John chapter sixteen, verses twelve to fifteen. Uh, has Jesus saying this to his disciples, I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the Spirit of truth, speaking of the Holy Spirit, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, Jesus, for he will take of mine and will disclose it 
to you. All the things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. So uh, when Jesus ascended, as he promised, he sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost to work in this world and to live in the hearts and the lives of believers, of Christ followers. And so Jesus is still speaking today. He is speaking through the ministry, the earthly ministry of, of the Holy Spirit. Now, every human being, I want you to hear this, every human being who has the mental ability to think and reason has had a divine encounter. Now, that's an incredible statement, but I want you to, uh, to, to let that soak in, so I'm going to say it again. Every human being who has the mental ability to think and reason. Now, there are some that uh, are, are not uh, old enough yet. Their minds haven't developed. There are others that are um, mentally challenged. And so, and so that's why I'm saying every human being who has the mental ability to think and reason has had a divine encounter. You say, Mike, what in the world are you talking about? What do you mean by that? Well, let's just start by looking at Psalm 19. And in Psalm 19, the first six verses, we see this. The heavens are telling and and telling or proclaiming or are speaking forth. The heavens are telling of the glory of God and their expanse is declaring the work of his hands. Day to day pours forth speech and night to night reveals knowledge. So every day and every night. Speaking about God. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth. So uh, this is talking about creation here. And it says it's not literally uh, speaking words. You don't hear the voice. But their, their line... Uh, or their sound has gone out through all the earth and their utterances to the end of the world. In other, in other words, all over the entire world is what it's saying. In them he has placed a tent for the sun, the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It rejoices as a strong man to run its course. Its rising is from one end of the heavens and its circuit to the other end of them and there is nothing hidden from its heat. And so this is a clear indication that God reveals himself generally in in creation. In Romans chapter 1 uh, verse 20 it, it's, it says this and listen very carefully for since the creation of the world His, God's, invisible attributes, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse. Wow. That is, uh, that's a strong statement there, but what it's saying is God has revealed Himself generally, in a general sense, through his creation, and there is no one that has ever lived that has an excuse. They can't say, well, God didn't speak, because God has spoken and is speaking continually in his creation. So in that sense, every human being who has the mental ability to think and reason has had a divine encounter. They have looked up and seen a starlit night. They have seen uh, the complexity around them of God's creation, and God's creation is proclaimed. Claiming it's shouting forth that there is a God. God encounters us through his creation. But also, 
Uh, beyond that, God reveals himself in our conscience. God reveals himself in our conscience. Romans chapter 1 verse 19 says, Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. And then chapter uh, 2 uh, ver- verse number 14 and 15 says this, For when Gentiles who do not have the law do instinctively the things of the law, these having not the law are a law to themselves, in that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness, and their thoughts alternatively, alternately rather, accusing and else defending them. So did you hear that? Their conscience reveals it. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 says that God has put eternity in the hearts of man. That means everyone is hardwired with a God consciousness and that God has given us a conscience. Now our consciences can get way off track but that's not the point in our conscience there is the awareness of a God and of of, of uh, morality and then uh, according to Psalm 19 the last uh, verses verses 7 11 will tell us that God has revealed himself finally to us in his word and and I'll be honest not everybody has the word of God I understand that but if they have uh, if they see him in creation and they have that conscience which every man does uh, and every woman does then then they are without excuse God says because if they respond to that and there's two responses they can suppress the truth and unrighteousness and that's what Romans 1.18 says or they can respond and when they respond almighty God who is seeking us Almighty God will give them further light. And there's a good example of that in Acts uh, chapter 10 where Cornelius had served God to the point that he knew, but then God sent Peter down to tell him the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, God will give further, further light. Psalm 19 verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and keeping them there is great reward. And so God reveals himself not only in creation, not only in our conscience, but God reveals himself in his word. You know, God can speak any way he chooses, but is primarily chosen to speak through his word as his Holy Spirit reveals the scriptures that he's written. His Holy Spirit reveals the scriptures that he's written to to us. And so um, God speaks to us as we read, as we study, as we pray, as we obey the word of God. That's how God reveals himself. And God reveals himself to us as we assemble together as believers. And we are taught uh, and we teach each other. Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell richly in you, teaching and admonishing one another and and doing it through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And so uh, there we have it. Uh, God wants us to come together and to teach one another. And there God again is speaking. It is our divine encounter. 
So it is highly unlikely, uh, and, and it, is, it is almost definite that you're not going to have a face-to-face encounter with God as some of the old uh, um, prophets of old. And uh, there's probably a very small chance that you'll have a vision that God has sent. Now, I've heard stories of Muslims in, in, in other countries uh, where there is no uh, witness of getting visions. And I believe that God can do that, and I believe that God does do that. But I also believe that that is not the norm. It is the exception to the norm because God has chosen to speak through His Son, through the Holy Spirit, through the Word that the Spirit is, has, has given us. And so uh, don't seek. Don't seek some kind of uh, um, uh, an extraordinary experience outside of the Word of God. Read the Word. Study the Word. Put yourself where you can be under the Word. Open your heart for the Holy Spirit to speak and, and you can have that encounter with God in the Word of God. Now, I'm going to wrap up by saying this. If you are listening and you've not ever trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've not yielded your life to Him, that is the greatest divine encounter we can ever have. God, if you're listening and your heart is open, God is has has uh, chosen you and he is reaching out to you and he is drawing you and uh, you will if you will just yield to him yield to him and and repent turn from your sin turn from your own way and turn to him and ask him to come and be your lord and savior and and if you will do that he will come and he will forgive you of your sins and he will make you his child that is uh, the ultimate divine encounter when we encounter him him in trusting him for our eternal salvation. Well, I hope that this Divine Encounter series has been helpful. If you haven't heard the other podcasts in this series, I would encourage you to get them. There are nine of them. Listen through all of them because I believe there's something there to be learned. Well, God bless. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.